my name's Miriam Everett. I'm a partner at Herbert Smith Freehills London and I head up our data protection and privacy practice. Um, whilst there's obviously still some uncertainty regarding Brexit and the terms of any trade deal that may be uh, agreed between the UK and the EU, I'm just going to spend a few minutes now talking about data protection and the impact of Brexit on our data protection regime here in the UK. Um, so the first thing I just wanted to quickly go through is the legislation itself and what that is going to look like. Obviously, at the moment, we have the GDPR here in the UK. It is an EU piece of legislation, but it has direct effect. And so we don't have a, a national implementing law in the UK. From the 1st of January 2021, the UK Withdrawal Act 2018, together with various Brexit secondary legislation will actually incorporate the GDPR um, into domestic UK national law. So the GDPR will become the UK GDPR and that will be our primary data protection legislation together with the existing Data Protection Act 2018. So that's how, what we'll have here in the UK. The EU GDPR um, will no longer have direct effect here in the UK. But it is worth noting that UK organisations who are offering goods and services into the EU will continue to be caught by the extraterritorial provisions of the EU GDPR. So for some organisations here in the UK, they will be subject to the UK GDPR and the EU GDPR. Um, so that's that's what the sort of the jigsaw puzzle will look like from a legislation perspective. There are a few things that um, will really sort of we'll notice the difference um, with respect to um, Brexit. But the main one that I just want to focus on for the next few minutes relates to international data transfers. As you will probably know, um, international transfers of data are currently um, prohibited under the GDPR particularly if they are transfers of data going from the EU to outside the EEA. So just working through what that will look like in the sort of post-Brexit 2021 onwards world, um, where we have, first of all, where we have transfers of data from the EEA to the UK, that's where there could be a bit of an administrative perhaps hurdle to jump over. So the UK will become a third country for GDPR purposes from the 1st of January 2021. Um, it is hoped that the EU Commission will declare an adequacy decision uh, for the UK and declare that the UK is adequate for data protection purposes. Now, what that will mean if we get that decision is that data will be able to freely transfer from the EU to the UK without any additional measures being put in place. And it's certainly hoped that we would get that decision by the end of this year. However, if we don't get it or we don't get it in time, the EU will be a third country. And therefore, in order to transfer data from the EU to the UK, additional measures will need to be put in place. Those are likely to be things like standard contractual clauses. So the parties involved in the data transfer will need to enter into those standard contractual clauses in order to legitimise the transfer. So that's EU to UK. What about UK to EU? So the current draft of the UK GDPR recognises all EEA states and EU and EEA institutions as being adequate, as providing an adequate level of protection for personal data, meaning that 
actually for the UK out to the EU, those transfers, there will effectively be no difference in 2021 as there is today. Data will be able to freely flow to those uh, EU and EEA member states. So that deals with UK to EEA. What about UK to adequate countries outside the EEA? Again, the UK GDPR currently uh, preserves the effect of existing EU adequacy decisions. So every country that's currently adequate from an EU perspective will continue to be adequate from a UK perspective post-Brexit. This means that personal data will be able to flow freely from the UK to countries such as Andorra, Argentina, Canada, Faroe Islands, Guernsey, Israel, Isle of Man, Japan, Jersey, New Zealand, Switzerland and Uruguay. The UK GDPR also says that the Secretary of State will have the power to declare other jurisdictions as adequate going forward. So there may be more adequate jurisdictions going forward under the UK legislation. There's also a big question mark at the moment as regards the e, uh, sorry, the US Privacy Shield and whether or not the UK will declare that the US Privacy Shield could be adequate once again from a UK perspective, because as you may know, that has recently been invalidated by the European Court of Justice um, in, in the Schrems 2 case. So that'll be an interesting thing to watch out for in the UK going forwards. And then the final category, I guess, is the UK to third countries outside the EEA who aren't adequate. Um, those data transfers will be prohibited under the UK GDPR like they are at the moment under the EU GDPR unless um, appropriate protections are put in place. So additional measures such as the standard contractual clauses that I mentioned. So not really any different in 2021 than it is today. You'll have need to jump through those regulatory hoops in order to transfer data from the UK to third countries. So those are the various buckets of international data transfers. And, and as you can see, I think the big question mark at the moment is just whether or not the UK itself will be declared to be an adequate uh, jurisdiction. It's something that you know both the UK and the EU are working towards by the end of the year, but it remains to be seen whether or not we'll achieve that. So that's really all I wanted to say uh, at the moment with respect to data protection and the post-Brexit world. Um, for further information and, and a few more details on specific points, please do check out our Beyond Brexit hub on the Herbert Smith Freehills website, and you'll find lots of information there, not only about data protection, but also about lots of other legal issues and, and how they might play out in the post-Brexit world. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you.